Hello, I'm Dr. Denise Gorish, and this is We Are Made of Stories. This week, Nia, Courtney, Sarah, and Radhika, aka the Valley Girls, from Lib331, Person and Profession in the Global Environment, discuss the film Office Space. In their review, they discuss the philosophy and meaning of work, morality in the workplace, and how our own passions influence our career choices, if at all. Please stay tuned, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, everyone. This is the Valley Girl Podcast here with Radhika, Nia, Sarah, and Courtney as we begin this episode about the movie Office Space. Stay tuned. You'll have lots to hear. Sarah, can you give us an overview of the film? Uh, Office Space uh, is a 1999 um, comedy film. Um, it was actually based on a cartoon series uh, titled after one of the characters, uh, Milton, um, and it aired on Saturday Night Live. Uh, when the movie first came out, um, it didn't do so well, but it eventually gained a cult um, kind of following because of the different comedy um, that's found in the movie. Um, the plot of the film follow, follows uh, Peter Gibbons. He's a frustrated and sort of unmotivated programmer. Um, and just sort of the different antics that take place at a company called Initech. Um, some of his uh, different co-workers, such as um, a guy named Michael Bolton and um, another, man, another programmer named Samir, um, sort of navigate through um, how much they dislike and um, feel unmotivated at their job. Um, their boss, uh, Bill Lemberg, um, particularly is a big uh, antagonist to these three workers, and um, including another worker, Milton, um, and just sort of uh, challenges them through uh, their job. And they uh, try to figure out different ways to uh, feel recompensated. So Peter gets um, hypnotized uh, with his ex-girlfriend and just sort of changes his perspective on work and um, sort of loses interest in uh, the job that he does do and tries to find different ways to cut corners. Um, he gets the other two co-workers um, and they together sort of uh, swindle some money away from the company, um, but then the repercussions sort of catch up to them, and uh, they feel sort of remorseful for their um, for what they've done, stealing money from um, Inatech, and uh, they decide to give it all back. Um, but the office ends up burning down by Milton, who is also disgruntled, and they all um, are off free and just sort of go back to their lives and decide um, to pursue what they enjoy. So Peter ends up working um, as a construction worker and um, enjoys his life um, with a new girlfriend. And the other two find different programming jobs um, at a similar company. Radhika, what did you take away from this movie um, Office Space? Okay, so as Joanna tells Peter um, that not many people actually like their jobs and they just find something to be happy about that makes it easier for them to get through their jobs because they have a reason 
Um, I think that that is kind of the takeaway that not everybody is going to love what they do and that the most important thing is that you just get through it because like work is work I mean you don't really have a choice you have to have a job you have to make money and everything so when Peter does all his stuff after the hypnosis that's him finally acting like how he wanted to act act but I think that um what he should have been doing is still trying to focus on what he wanted instead of just what he was supposed to do so he could have quit his job he could have done something different um, but instead, he already had a job, and he was kind of, I would say, scared to find something new or scared to quit and have to worry about what was going to happen next so that he just instead um, decided to just stick with it and just be miserable. But like we had in, um, like in the article, Just Housewives, yeah. um, what's her name? Therese? Therese, yeah. Therese says that she's just a housewife and that it's not a, like there's it's meaningless and it means nothing even though she does do a lot of things. I think similarly Peter thinks that he doesn't do anything and that he's just miserable and his job has no meaning when I mean it could have meaning the little thing that he does could actually you know mean something but to him it just doesn't. Okay Nia and Sarah what are your guys' thoughts? So what I took away from it is why work hard if you're not going to get any further? And I think that Peter definitely did that throughout the movie. Um, if you saw, there's this clip where he even took his desk apart because he was just bored. He had that much time to do that. And so his job wasn't even challenging for him. Um, he didn't even show up to work because why do that if it's just going to go be the same work you're going to do and not challenge you at all and so he just didn't find that passion through his work and I think that that's something that we should all take away in society today just to make sure that you are finding something that you truly enjoy and not just going through the motions of life. Yeah I think a takeaway for me for the movie um, had a lot to do with like sort of Joanna and Peter's relationship and how Joanna sort of made Peter realize that um, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then you're really never going to be fully happy. Um, I think a lot of the employees are kind of able to just sort of like look past their jobs and like um, move on um, and focus on the after work and like getting to do what they want. But um, yeah, I just think that uh, Joanna really helped him see that um, he needs, to, uh, Peter needed to be doing something that he enjoyed um, because he would just. Uh, lose motivation otherwise yeah and I feel like that's what we find ourselves doing a lot is not feeling motivated to do something because it's not that enjoyable um and I think that we could even say that for some of us school that we kind of are just going through the motions because we have to do it not that we feel as motivated to do it um and that's kind of a thing that goes back into this week the pat reading about the housewife that we're just a housewife because we have to do this and this is what society views us and I feel like as if uh, college students that's how we get viewed that we have to go to school and so we end up finding ourselves going through the motions and questioning um, is this worth it even um, what are we even going to do with this degree um, so I think that that relates to everyone 
And I think that also goes with after we graduate school is that we worry about finding a job and we just kind of pick the first job that comes up and then we're just going through the motions of going to work every day and going from like having like a school schedule and free time to just working a nine to five and not having any time and just trying to pay back student loans. So I feel like it's just really important to like take a step back and you know do what you want to do do what's going to make you happy because there's no point in working a job that you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life when there's other options like just because you know you think that you have to do it for society or like to prove that you know you made it um i don't think that's a legit reason to just go through the motions so courtney you've been pretty quiet do you have anything else to add Hey everybody, Courtney here. Just wanted to talk briefly about what I thought of the movie as well. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, We went over a lot of the common themes in the movie, obviously finding meaning in your job and everything, but I think one of my biggest takeaways is how much your job has effect on your life as a whole. I mean, not even just your working life, even outside. I mean, we see so many examples of it in the movie. I mean, Peter exhausted going to work. I mean, you can see that his social life is struggling. I mean, he's having horrible times with his girlfriend. You can see he's just kind of dragging around, just kind of stuck in a runt. And after he gets kind of hypnotized, you can kind of see his outlook change. I mean, he's his life outside of his work changes. I mean, he breaks up with his girlfriend. He gets kind of the confidence to ask out Joanna. And I think that's reflective in the fact that he finally just stopped caring about his job and he didn't feel worried about everything going on at work. And I think that's reflected of just how much that job dragged him down. I mean, we've all been there. We've all had some kind of job or work that we've had to do and it just drags and you feel it emotionally. Like even when you leave work, you know how they kind of say they kind of leave everything at the door. I mean, you can't. And I think you can really see that and what's happening in the movie, and obviously that mentality changes, but I think that was my biggest takeaway, is not only finding meaning in your work, but just finding some kind of work you enjoy, even if it's meaningless. I mean, even just having a horrible job of being treated well by your coworkers and your bosses can make so much of a difference, because not everybody's going to find their passion in their work, so I really think that was my biggest takeaway from the movie. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the comedy and everything. Jennifer Aniston is my favorite, so I really loved that as well. But if you look deeper into the movie and its meaning, you can really see some common themes that we see all around us every day with working and being in our professions. And it just kind of makes us want to find something more, to find a job that we enjoy. And we can kind of see what we don't want our work environments to be like. We can point that out as well. So... Overall, I really did enjoy the movie. And that's a wrap for today. Stay tuned next week as the Valley Girls answers some of our listeners' questions. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with the Valley Girls as we begin our second discussion of office space. With us on is Radhika, Sarah, Nia, and Courtney. Now that we've had a chance to look over our listeners' questions, Courtney's going to go and discuss those with us all. Hey, everybody. Courtney here just to answer. Um, today we're going to go over some of the questions that everybody had about the movie. Um, I noticed a lot of common themes over all of the questions, so I'm going to do my best to address all those when I'm answering these questions here. 
Um, our first one comes from John, and he said, in the film, Peter, Michael, and Samir end up stealing money from the company. Do you believe that feeling undervalued or not valued at all is what leads people to steal money from companies? Could being undervalued at a job lead people to become criminals, essentially? And if so, why? Um, the first part of the question, I think that could... Being undervalued at a job could be a really big part of why people potentially steal from their companies and commit crime. Um, it's almost like when people commit these kind of crimes, a lot of the time we see that they feel like the company owes them something. And in the movie, you see that um, Peter, Michael, and Samir obviously are not satisfied with their jobs at all, and they feel like they owe them. They're being undervalued at their job. Um, Lumbar obviously doesn't care about the hard work they put into the company, and Essentially, that is why they choose to steal. They felt like the company owed them something. Does being undervalued at a job make people actually become criminals? I don't think so. There's a lot of different crime theory as to people why as to why people become criminals, and I really don't think that being undersatisfied with a job is one of those reasons. I think that is a reason why people steal, but not to become criminals overall. Let's see. One of the other questions I thought was interesting came from Jordan, and it was a little similar to the question before. It had to do with um, Peter, Michael, and Samir stealing the money. And Jordan said, do you think it is moral for them to have taken small amounts of money so long as the company hadn't noticed? Um, I do not think that is moral at all. Obviously, stealing is illegal, and I mean, it's no different... If they stole little amounts of company, little amounts of money over time from the company, or if they just stole the big amount overall, which is what actually happened, I think that stealing is stealing, and that over time it is no different if you steal a penny or if you steal three hundred thousand something dollars. Um, again, kind of a common theme I saw within the questions. If they were satisfied with their jobs, do you think they would have stolen the money? And honestly, I do not think they would have. I think they would have said, you know, our jobs are okay, you know, we don't have any reason to steal the money, like obviously it would be nice to have extra money, but I don't think they would have stolen if they were satisfied with their jobs. So another good question that we had, I think came from Stephanie, and she asked, when the boys were discussing what they would do if they had a million dollars, Michael brings up a point of, if everyone did what they wanted to do, we would have no garbage men or them referring to his friends. If everyone were to follow their passions, would we have a functioning society? I, in my opinion, would safely say no, I do not think we would have a functioning society. I think that it is important for people to kind of find their passion and find something that's meaningful to them, whether that be in their work, whether that be in their time outside of work. And I think, unfortunately, just with those grunt jobs, I mean, they have to be done. Someone has to do them. I mean, not a lot of people will grow up and say, oh, I want to be a garbage man. You know, a lot of times people just stumble into these jobs because of need. Like, they need money. They need to support their family. Kind of tying back to one of our articles we read earlier in the year um, with Mike, how you could tell he was very dissatisfied with his job. and But again, the work has to be done. So no, I do not think we would have a functioning society. I think people can find meaning in their life outside of their work and they can see their job as just a means and just to you know bring home money to support themselves and then outside of their work 
that's where they'll find their true meaning in life. And that's a little different for everybody. So that was a really good question. Let's see here. One last question I want to answer comes from Sam. And she said, do you think that everyone has one specific calling for their career? In the movie, the characters, mostly Peter, struggle to find meaning in their job. Could this mean that they are in the wrong profession? Why else could the employees be so unhappy? Um, I don't think everybody has a specific calling. I think a lot of the times people just stumble into jobs and kind of figure out what they want to do in life, how they like the job. I think the reflection of why most of the employees are so unhappy is because of the mistreatment that is going on, obviously, in Intech. I mean, Peter even said he reports to eight different bosses. I mean, the inconsistencies in that, um, being underappreciated at work, you see that reflected in so many of the employees. Peter, Samir, Michael, and Milton obviously was mistreated horribly. And I think that's why a lot of the employees were so unhappy. Not because of their positions or their work. It's because obviously they're undervalued by their employers being mistreated. I think that is the biggest reason. Um, could they be in the wrong profession? Sure. I mean, everybody has their dreams. Everybody has different things that they want to do. But sometimes actually finding a career in what you enjoy and what your kind of calling is can be a little bit difficult. So... I think a lot of these people have to work these jobs and I think they would be happier if it was just a more encouraging work environment. If the bosses actually showed some appreciation to their employees for what they were doing or just made the office just a little more comfortable, just a friendlier environment instead of something that everybody dreaded going to every day. Um, Hopefully that answers all the questions. Um, Thank you guys for listening today and we're going to wrap this up here soon. And that's all we have. So thank you for everyone for being a part. You just listened to We Are Made of Stories, a podcast created and produced by GBSU students. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, please email us at wamospod at gmail.com. Thank you.